Peace, family, and thank you for tuning into the I Grew Up Over 30 podcast. I'm your host, Dre, and I greet you in love. But for this episode, I'm choosing violence. So let's talk. Now, let me say this in case, you know, y'all want to be comparing episodes. I don't have an agenda. I don't have um, my notes. I'm just going to talk my shit today because this one here really pissed me off. And now that it's settled in and I've thought about it, I just want to share it with y'all. So I have a good, good girlfriend and, um, for as long as I've known her, money has always been an issue. Um, not so much an issue of, them making the money as much as it is as them using it wisely, saving it, investing it, you know, making the money work for them. But in a conversation recently, um, I have, this is someone I talk to regularly. So for the most part, I know, um, I'm not gonna say I know the intricacies of their, uh, financial situation but per se when this person is going to make a certain purchase or if this person is going to spend money on certain things I tend to know about them because it just be something we be talking about so last month um you know over the course of the month there was certain you know personal care things that they wanted to do and then extra spending that they wanted to do and I for myself had noticed that they had been talking about eating out a lot um, for the month. I mean, just in general, you know what I'm saying? It would just be like, oh, I'm on my way here to go get breakfast. Or, you know, um, I placed the order here, so I'm going to go pick us up dinner. Or, you know, we're going to order out. Just shit like that, you know. And sometimes with my girlfriends, with my peoples, with my family, you know, we might talk about certain recipes or, Hey, I tried this thing. So, you know, like I said, just because it was conversation, I know that they was eating out a lot. So all that to say this, I go to speak to them one day and we talking and they like, yeah, you know, my head is fucked up about my money right now. And I'm like, Oh word. I'm like, wow, wow, what happened? You know, oh, you know, I, that's the thing. I really don't know. So already, you know, for me, a red flag went up because I'm like, that's a lack of accountability. But okay, continue. And then the motherfucker going to say, oh, well, I was thinking about it. And then I got confirmation and I realized I haven't been tithing. That was flag number two because that pissed me off even more so then they started going on about you know where to tithe to and you know blah 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 so me being me and being comfortable in my own truth I says can I say something <laughs> and I'm as much as I'm asking you if I could say it, I'm, I'm going to say something because I feel like if we go through this whole conversation and we hang up and I don't say what's on my mind I'm not being a good person. Okay. So I says, tithing is not only 10% of your income. Tithing can be 10% of your gifts, of your time, of your talents, of your generosity, um, 
of your mentorship, of your fellowship, of your um, offerings in different ways. And I went on to share with them a story that I had read in a book that I'm reading that it's actually been told in, in a different way, but the concept is the same. And the point of the story was that there was this um, healer coming into town. A man wanted to meet him. The healer said he'd be by later on that night. Different people came to the door asking for different things. The man tended to their needs. The healer never came. The man then dreamt about the healer. And God said to the man in the dream, I came and you helped me. I was there and you fed me. You gave me water. You gave me shelter. You opened up your home to me. So you already met me as in God. The point was, was that as the guests were coming, the man was setting up different things for the healer. So one person came to eat, one person came to drink, one person came because they were cold. And so the point is in correlation to tithing that you can give God the glory. You can, um, you can offer up yourself as the 10%. You might have someone because, you know, some people, and I guess it pissed me off because I don't like when people like to pick and choose the red words out of the Bible or, you know, whatever words out of the Bible, scripture and stuff to justify what they're doing, right? Stop blaming God for your fucking decisions. Take accountability for yourself. So back to my people's how the fuck you going to come to God and say, here go this 10%. Now I need you to turn my life around. Like ARF? What? How disrespectful to God? How disrespectful to, to that powerful spirit that provides for us? Look, y'all hear my co-host over there co-signing? Right? Like who are we to fuck up our, our life? To, to the new thing, to fumble the bag, right? That's what everybody is saying. How, how, how irresponsible and immature of ourselves to blatantly walk around and live life any old kind of way. And then when that shit boomerangs and comes back to us, like we know it does, now it's, oh, let me get on my knees and pray. Let me get on that prayer line. Let me go to church this Sunday. What the, who, I just cannot family. I just cannot. What the audacity, the gall, right? To step into that sacred space between you and whomever you call God and not even take accountability and not even have that conversation to say, you know, I was irresponsible in this area of my life. Can you, can you grace me with wisdom? Right. As you forgive me, can you grace me with knowledge so that I do better? Let me tell y'all something. Because I am I got to always take it back home. Right. I always have to take it back to me. I had a very serious financial situation that was going to affect my whole household a few years ago, about seven, eight years ago, something like that. And. 
I remember that although this was happening, I felt very calm. I felt like it was out of my control and I couldn't put myself through the stress of worrying about it. I was going to actually have to take action because there's a difference, right? Some people tend to just worry. We we trip out. We call everybody that we know. We begin to make these irrational decisions. And, you know, it, we just, we're all over the place. Well, in this situation for myself, and let me say, spiritually, then I'm not where I'm at now, right? So I remember having this discussion with somebody that was in my life at the time. And they were saying, um, well, you got to call pastor and, you know, you got to pray and da, da, da. And I did. I did. I prayed that the situation would turn around. I prayed that I would become um, in control of my finances. I prayed that um, that I I would have the wisdom to not let myself fall in this situation again. I took accountability for my own irresponsibility. I opened my eyes to see how my decisions, now the effects of those decisions were in my face. And I was seeing that I was not the only person that was going to be affected by my selfishness, by my money mismanagement, by my irrational and impulsive shopping and doing and being a part of. So it was a lot that happened in that moment. But I prayed. My pastor prayed for me. We got on three-way with another intercessor. She prayed. We prayed. We cried. We prayed. We cried. And we all walked away with a knowing that it was going to be okay. And it was. And I remember talking to my sister once it was all said and done and saying, oh, oh my God, God is so good. You know, he turned this situation around. I couldn't have done it without God. And while that was true, my sister said, I hear you, but don't discredit your work. Don't discredit you staying up on the phone calls, up on the emails, sending the documents that need to be sent, talking to the right people, informing yourself, and taking accountability for the, the fuck-ups. I can't even call them decisions for your fuck-ups. And I remember at the time getting so mad. What? No way. God did this all on his own. And I don't think that my sister at the time nor now is where I am spiritually. But I think that God spoke with her, through her. Let me not say with her. Through her to say, oh, yeah, I did my part, but you did yours too. And that's how this works. We seem to think that this faith of a mustard seed is all you need to have. But a lot of us are not willing to put forth the action that we need to take to manifest the things that we want. Don't get me wrong. God is a miracle worker. But a lot of times we don't get those miracles because we're not doing our part. And so we continue to struggle and we continue to go through strife and we continue to be depressed and we continue to make bad decisions and we continue to have toxic environments that we involve ourselves in. And then one day it happens. I feel like sometimes those miracles happen, not for the person who they happen to, but for the other people in their life, because at some point certain things have to happen so that the fucking story can keep going. 
Now, I'm not saying you have to agree with me. I'm not saying you even have to see it how I see it. At the end of the day, the only fucking point I want to make here is do your fucking part, right? God has already shown up. God has already shown out. God has already provided. Everything that we need is already there. God just be waiting on us. God, I be feeling like sometimes... You know, this prayer line, God just be like, you again? For real? Right. But but like, what have you changed since the last time you prayed to me? So no, I'm not going to fix this. I'm going to keep sending you hard times because clearly you liked being knocked on your ass more than you like me helping you fix the situation. I really feel like God just be sick of us. Y'all know that, that there's this real... The audio that be like, prepare to be sick of me. Prepare to like, I feel like God is like, I am sick of you. I am sick of you. Stop calling up here asking me for the same old shit. Now I done put them people in your life. I done made the way. I done placed that opportunity in your face. But because it didn't come the way that you wanted it to look, you fucking ignored what I said. And now you back asking me for the same shit. Now, I know we like to think that God don't cuss, but I I got a feeling that sometimes God be like, I'm sick of you. So now I'm about to, I'm about to show you why I had lightning and thunder as part of my weather forecast. I, I really, you know, back to my peoples, I was so, ugh. You know, like my spirit felt disgusted. Like, what? No, we can't, we can't. Fuck! I thought we was rid of this type of shit. I then had to remind myself that we have to love people where they are. That I guess that's why when I spoke to them and I said I wouldn't feel right if I don't say this, that was kind of it. You know when people say I can lead you to the water but I can't make you drink? That That's it. That's all I can do. I can only put out what my knowledge is. I can only drop out what has happened to me and how I've had to transmute the bullshit into triumph. Because if not, the clock will still keep ticking, but life is not going on. We're not fucking there. It's like we're running alongside of the locomotive train of life trying to catch up. And we, we, we throw our rope at the wrong time. We're not looking ahead to see the obstacles. And we're also not looking ahead at the things that will help us jump onto the right track. We ignore shit because it doesn't look like how we want it to look. Let me say this in the sense of financial blessings. A lot of times we be looking for this check to fall out of the sky. Like the, the tree is going to start sprouting money. You know, a financial blessing comes when that bill that was supposed to be twice as high came pretty low. Or when you thought you were down to your last, but you find $5 in your jean pocket. It's not always going to be more. Sometimes it can just be releasing the burden. And that's a blessing too. I had, a, I don't even know why. Um, some months ago, hell, by this time, it's probably been close to a year. No idea why. Don't really, I, I think that in general, I was, um, 
including like money mantras and things like that into my everyday self-care and being, you know, again, taking accountability for my money, watching my money, making sure that I'm not spending frivolously. Um, and one, one month the electric bill came with like a $600 credit. I have no idea where that credit came from, why I had that credit. You think I called and asked them people? Absolutely not. I'll tell you what I did do. I gave thanks. And me and God sat and we had a conversation about how this was a blessing too, because this meant that that month and and the, the um, credit covered like two months. So like I didn't have an electric bill. Let me say, in case y'all don't know, we are a family of six. We every room in this house is occupied with somebody, and and it's electricity, water, heat, AC, dryers, everything, for six people. So to ha- to not have to pay an electric bill for two months, that was amazing. That was a blessing worth giving thanks for. That was worth being here now telling y'all about it. Because I kept used to, I I, I kept used to, (laughs) I I used to always think that it had to be some type of monetary blessing, put the money in my hand. But no, sometimes it comes by fixing a situation. Sometimes it comes because your insurance rate gets lowered. Sometimes a bonus comes, but sometimes something is taken away and that's equally that's equal blessing. I don't know how I'm supposed to say that. That's equally blessed. Fuck y'all figure it out. But we, we cannot, it is not right to live your life in fucking shambles. And then when it fucking comes back on you that now it's, oh, well, let me give 10%. Let me, let me turn on the gospel station on my way to work today. Let me let me catch up on um on my on my Bible verses. Verse of the day. And not that that's wrong. If that's gonna bring you to to a place of accountability first, then cool, do that. But I don't feel like for most people it does. I feel like we use that as a cleanup process. I feel like that is similar to when you're drunk and it's coming out of every hole and you're like, if you could just save me this one last time, I won't drink again. And then somehow you end up drinking again. I feel like that's what that is. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have no right to speak on it, but this, my shit, it was on my chest. And I felt like I wanted to put that out there because I feel like since that happened, I've seen more of that lately. And I'm like, that's not how this works. <laughs> it's not how any of this works. Should you tithe if it's on your heart to? Yes. Do you need to go through your your um gross income and calculate what 10% is and put it in the collection plate? Not necessarily. And I would also like to point out that somewhere in the Bible, I don't know what verse, chapter, or uh, testament, but I believe it says to give from a cheerful heart. I don't think that if you do it out of obligation, 
that <laughs> or do it out of circumstance. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert in the area. It just bothered me. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to drop this on the family. So I'd love to hear what y'all think. Hit us up on Instagram. Text me, email me. <laughs> but all in all, just do better, family. Take accountability for your decisions. And when you go to God, ask for wisdom so that you don't make the same mistakes again. Ask God for, for um, clarity, for discernment. That when faced with the same shit, even in a different light, that you make the right decision. That leaves you happy. That leaves you feeling like you made the right decision for you. Don't act on impulse. Uh, don't, don't act off emotions. You know, just ask God for that knowledge. Surround yourself with people that are doing better financially so that you can learn the thing or fucking to. And don't live in shame. It's okay. Shit happens. It's about doing better the next time. Ain't no sense in guilting us ourselves to death because, trust me, that doesn't help either. Thanks so much for listening, family. I love you. 